and welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Abundance with your host, Paulina, Paulina Barakova. I say this every time. It's always really weird reintroducing yourself because I feel like so many of you know me already, but we're having so many new listeners come in. So um, just as a little reintroduction, I am a coach, healer, leader, host of this podcast, jewelry designer of a crystal jewelry line called Lift Your Frequency. Um, and a, like I said, podcast host. So I do a lot of things and I love coming back to the podcast because it's such a direct way for me to communicate with everyone, right? Um, especially those of you who perhaps haven't worked with me intimately in any way yet. I know for a lot of you guys who are inside Divinity, which is my monthly spiritual membership, which I highly recommend getting inside. I mean, of course I do. It's my membership, but genuinely it's such an amazing space. Under $100 a month, then you get access to two ceremonies slash workshops every single month and their replays. So it's just amazing. And our communities from our women and men, from all over the world. So, um, well, so ultimately I'm saying most people, most of you guys who have been inside a course or in Divinity or come to one of my retreats, you've already gotten, we kind of probably have a connection, right? We've spoken kind of directly in this kind of free-flowing space. But a lot of you guys who maybe, if you've just been maybe following me or you somehow stumbled across the podcast, you may not have connected with me on this kind of more deep interpersonal level. And that's why I love podcasts um, to just like really have this, personal connection because for me I know for me to really genuinely connect with someone like hearing them speak is really powerful um especially like on a continuous like like continuously speaking right I usually I'd say 99% of the time don't really have to edit anything out of the podcast I mean I edit them together with music and everything but because I just try to free flow so you can feel as though we're having a conversation like if we were um you know sitting with my friend and we're having a conversation that's how I want these to flow and I think that that's how we develop trust as individuals, especially in an era now, which there's like pros and cons to this, right? Nowadays, a lot of people are claiming these really powerful title, titles of coach, healer, leader, whatever it may be, which can be beautiful if it's in integrity, but there also obviously does, there is a space there that's created where those people who want to take advantage of others and maybe aren't in the most aligned space can also claim those titles equally. So for me, I know, and I'm sure I can imagine for you as well, when working with people and in your spiritual journey in any way, whether it's directly, whether it's taking a course, whether it's flying all the way out to retreat, you know, you really want to trust those individuals. And so for me, I know that I, that's how I build trust. And so I love creating podcasts because I know a lot of you guys have come into my work from listening to podcast, listening to podcasts and we're like, oh, I listened to your podcast for a while. And then I decided to join this course or one of the girls at the retreat was like, yeah, I just, all I found, only way I was connected to was pretty much literally just through the podcast. I don't really use Instagram. So I just, I think these are such a powerful space. And I do podcast genuinely because I love, I always say that I don't even monetize these, which, you know, I may in the future, but right at this moment, I just kind of love having it as like a free flowing space where I can just connect and kind of share with you. So that's that. Um, We have a lot to talk about. I really want to talk about um, a lot of different things. I really want to talk about there's there's kind of a lot I kind of just want it to flow sometimes I have a very specific topic that I just kind of want to like go into sometimes we talk about general things I want to talk about of course Libra season right this new moon we're in a new kind of space I want to talk about some like kind of guidance of where we are um and some things like that (laughs) before I hop on and I just have two really quick announcements that I want to make. The first announcement being that tomorrow, if you're, well, whatever, if you're listening this on Monday, tomorrow new pieces will be launched on Lyft. Like I said, I'm a jewelry designer and I hand make all the pieces here in Los Angeles. Um, they're beautiful crystal jewelry necklaces. Um, we're going to have some new pieces launch, right? So tomorrow we're going to have three new pieces launch, some stunning pieces, hint, hints, we're going to have pearls in there, we're going to have some peach moonstone, some white moonstone, some pyrite, some selenite, so like really unique pieces, I've had these designed for a bit, and I've been waiting to launch them with this new moon, because it's very much in that Libra energetics, if you're listening to this, mark your calendar for tomorrow, and if you're listening to this already Tuesday, go already, also we've restocked everything, especially our bestsellers, like the millionaire necklace, which has malachite and prenite, um, the divine feminine radiance, which is probably our number one bestseller, it's, and for good reason, it goes with everything, 
It's white moonstone with a really beautiful like blue almost reflect, yeah, blue reflect, and a clear quartz chunk, and then grounded and abundant, which is smoky quartz, tiger's eye, and a clear quartz chunk. They're so unique. There's nothing like it. Obviously, I literally designed them myself. Um, and so all of those are back in stock. And so yeah, I just wanted to kind of give you the update that there will be three new pieces. I like usually to launch them in threes. And we just launched last week, which a lot of people are waiting for. If you're into pearls as well, we launched a like super large chunk Baroque pearl necklace called Pleasure and Ease. It's like almost, it's a 16 inch length, but it's like all big baroque pearls it looks like so royal and sexy and sensual and feminine so just want to give you all those updates of those new pieces um and they are all handmade and i try to get them all out within depends when you when you place your order but during the week is also a really great time because i'll start working on it pretty much as soon as that day or the next day usually so um maybe in two days depending but if you're if you're listening on a weekday get your orders in you'll get it the quickest most likely right um so I mean, at any, at any point, it's fine, but if you place on a Tuesday, for example, and we have all the inventory, then, you know, Wednesday can already begin working on yours, hopefully, depending on how long the list of other people's orders are, but just a little update with all of those. I'm really, really excited about those pieces, and it's just so crazy. I've been wearing them in public everywhere, and I've been getting stopped. People are asking me, where is this from, where is this from, and it's just so exciting to share, like, oh, it's my brand, Lyft, and they are so stunning. So I'm looking forward to sharing those with you. A lot of you have already received your orders if you've ordered in the past few weeks, which is so exciting as well. So um, if you've already received your order, definitely tag me or just message me. I just love to see it on you in general. So those are those updates. Like I was saying, we are in Libra season now with this new moon, which is such an interesting shift, right? We are in Virgo season, which I personally love Virgo season, probably because my Mars is in Virgo and my moon is in Capricorn and Earth sign and my Mercury is in Taurus. I have a lot of Earth. Also, I'm a Gemini and we're ruled by the planet of Mercury and Mercury also rules Virgo. So if you're a Gemini, you also might like Virgo season. So it'd be interesting for you to reflect like if how, if you kind of, or intuitive or you just can kind of reflect on your year what months you usually love the best like for me may is during, obviously during my season i really love i really love leo season i really love scorpio season like i just reflect on the seasons that, like obviously i love every season okay like of course but when i reflect on my years i always have like certain months i always have really great months and it's definitely right because of the energetic structure so um, we've moved from Virgo season now into Libra, which is really, really exciting because it's, it's a very, I feel like calming season as well. Libra, right, is symbolic of harmony or of balance. We think of it as the scales oftentimes. And so it's energy of bringing everything into balance in our lives. And the thing about balance that is interesting, right, is it looks different for every individual. I think sometimes people think we say like, oh, we need to live balanced lives. And balance doesn't necessarily need to mean like 50-50 or like 30-30, you know, 33-33-33 or, you know, 33.33, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be necessarily like these like equally divided parts necessarily I really truly believe that balance looks really different for every single person like what makes me feel balanced is going to be probably different from what makes you feel balanced and vice versa you versus someone else and that's why we all have like our own unique kind of way of living and way of being you could say that allows us to feel grounded and balanced like I know for me I'm very sensitive to other people's energy so for me to feel genuinely balanced I have to have quite a bit of either like just alone time or space or like for I mean the, the general denominator would be I need to have my grand rising routine which I really really love and value and it's really important to me um so I could say like that is one of the most you know like that really really creates balance for me but balance looks different also in different seasons of our lives right like I'm, if I'm in a season of really creating a lot, I could feel super balanced, but I could be way more in, in work, right? There might be times where I really need to reset and kind of allow and flow and balance is going to look a lot more different then. So it's really about finding what your personal balance is in all areas of your life, in business and in work and in friendship and in relationship, right? Finding like what the happy medium or like what the sweet spot is for you, right? I think we all have that in lives in our lives of like, kind of like the energy of in our lives where we feel like this is this is like feels good for me right because when we when we move from that space then we perceive life through that lens right so if we feel grounded then we perceive the world through a really 
grounded lens and if we don't feel grounded then we can perceive it through a chaotic lens i can even give you a personal example yesterday i was out all day which is very rare and try to never schedule ever <laughs> that like i have to be out the entire day a because i like one for me like i really like to eat <laughs> specific like times and eat nourishing foods and so it's obviously that's a hard to when you're out b i like to stay hydrated c i just like to i i essentially right work from home i'm in my office now i like to be home with my fur babies i like to be home my husband works from home like i just like to be home and if i'm not if i have something i try to like if i have something big especially if i'm like speaking or doing something or like gonna be out for a while i try to stay home with like like for example this evening i have an appointment and then i have my i have pole class right so i'll work all day from home right and then in the evening yeah i'll be out for a few hours but i feel grounded or i feel balanced because i was home work even though i was working the whole time and just i was home which makes me feel kind of like safe and secure the rest of the day yesterday i had a bunch of things that i had to be on the opposite side of town for um and so i just stayed out because it made no sense for me to drive back all the way towards the south bay and i was like i literally felt so just like overwhelmed and so ungrounded like in the, in the beginning fine the first few hours fine but then like as soon as i was out for like i don't even know it was almost like eight hours at one point i was just like it's just too much right for someone else that might be fine for someone else they might be so social where like being out like that and doing things that makes them feel balanced right so it's really just the season the one thing i just kind of take note of is like finding what your balance looks like and it doesn't have to make sense or look like anyone else's balance for you maybe you're really a lot more withdrawn like you really need a lot of alone time and people might think like why do you need so much alone time to reconnect and etc we also go through different seasons of our lives where we need different things and this can be really easily looked at for me i love looking at it this way through your progressed moon so um if you guys want to remind me i can make like a reel of how to do this like how to find your progress moon because you can go to astro.com you put in your information and then you'll go to like charts and then progressions i believe like it's hard off the top of my head i just know how to do it on a computer and i deal with a lot of my one-to-one -one clients obviously i have their chart and everything um so remind you, you can maybe google like i like to do it on astro.com if you're like resourceful like trying to figure it out i know it's not the most helpful guidance i'm sorry like this is my moon and capricorn like this is how like i am with my friends i'm like i'm just figure it out but i can make a reel of how to do it essentially but you can also if you if you are determined you can go on astro.com and just and you put in your chart and then you i believe you go to okay i'll just do it right now you know what guys let's do it because I want you to be able to look this up but it is kind of confusing if you've never done it before so okay you go on astro.com like a-s-t-r-o.com I, I would make I don't I already have an account and stuff and I have all my clients if you've ever been one of my clients your, your charts on my account I have like so many charts on under my account it's like actually insane like I could scroll for days um, but essentially make an account, it's free, um, put in your chart, information for your chart, which you need to have your date of birth, your location, and the exact time. Yes, the exact time. Five minutes does make a difference, especially to your moon and your ascendant. Like, it's so important. I mean, you could, you can, like, sure, you can ballpark and kind of maybe get some hints from certain things, like, a little bit, but if it's off, it can make a difference. It makes a difference of what houses your planets are in. Even It could even, if it's, like... Some plans move slower, some plans move quicker, but it'll shift your chart essentially, right? Like it'll, the plans could be in a different house. If you can, try to find what time you were born. I know some people who've literally like called their mom or called the hospital. Like I know, you might just know right away. Like my mom knows the exact time. I know a lot of people's parents do know the exact time, but if you you don't, I definitely suggest just trying to get that info. I, again, I totally understand that it's like, it's almost like calling customer service, you know? I don't love doing that. But if you get the information you know you'll have it and then you'll have your accurate chart for the rest of your life that you can reference back to so i think it's so worth doing that but again you need birth date time location and you put all that in and then you'll go to horoscopes and then you'll go to 
extended chart selection. So under, it'll say drawings, calculations, data, you'll go to extended chart selection. If you're listening to this and you're driving or something, just like look at the time of this podcast, like look at what, how many minutes we're in. Maybe you can just remember it in your head or you can just like text it or put in your notes so that when you get home on a computer just to replay this part so you can do it. Um, extended chart selection. Okay, how am I to log in? Oh my gosh, I'm not logged into my thing. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? I don't even know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so horoscope extended chart selection. So then, so then you're going to go to chart type. So it'll say horoscope four, and then hopefully it'll say your name and your date of birth and your year. It'll say sections. You're under the round part. It says chart type. So now you're going to scroll until you see um, progress chart, the star on it. So it says like progress, there's a section that says progression and it says natal and progress chart, progress chart, natal and prenatal, new moon, natal, you know, it has all of them. So you're going to go to just your progress chart and then click show the chart. And it'll show you the exact progressions for this day which is so cool. And yeah, my progress moon just moved, which is like so cool. Um, and you'll can see where your progress moon is. So you look where you look what sign your moon is in. So, right. So you'll see the moon in a specific house in touching a specific sign. Right. So you kind of, you have to know what those symbols are. You can, you can, hopefully you can just Google the symbols, but essentially, right. I'm, I can't go to deep astrological lesson over this podcast, but it, it'll show you your moon. Your moon will be in a house and it'll be in a sign as well. You could be on a cusp, but it could be like in the middle between two, but it'll be in a sign, right? In that ho- in that section. And so, for example, my progressive moon right now is in Sagittarius, but for two and a half years it was in Scorpio. So I'm, I'm why I'm speaking about this is because it really changes where your emotional focus is, like drastically. For the two and a half years that my moon was in progressive Scorpio, I was so inward. This is also interesting because this is when I had like even the most an insanely like next level like intense kind of like unraveling into a next level of a spiritual awakening like beyond like it's kind of even hard to put into words it's like where most people think that they're spiritually awakened and it was like this like I almost could parallel it with like the ayahuasca journey I don't know like it's it was like the most such a deep unraveling it's also when I went so inward and did so, so, so much inner work, like crazy amounts, like just nonstop inner work for two and a half years, like literally. Also, I was very inward. I didn't really want to like be out and about much. I really just wanted to be inward. Like I just wanted to stay home, listen to books, courses, read. Like I learned the most I think I've ever, like a lot of most, so much, I learned so much and I created all my courses in this time, That a lot of my courses, right? So it was like a very, very powerful time. And now my progression is shifting into Sagittarius, which I can all, I was already feeling a few months because it's, it's not like an instant shift. It's gradually moves, right? And I could feel that I was way more open to being outward. Also, ironically, or like such a divine alignment, my, my best friend, she moved to Los Angeles. And so I'm out with her more, you know, like for example, last night we went to get food at Erewhon, which is one of our favorite grocery stores. It's kind of funny. If you're not in LA, it might sound crazy to love a grocery store, but trust me, if you come to LA, go to this grocery store, you'll understand why. And then we had a sound bath. So you're just, you're at your, your emotional focus and I was even like demeanor and your emotional flavors really, really change. So that's also just like something to keep note of, right? That that's also going to influence what's going to lead to balance for you, right? For those two and a half years when I was inward, what made me feel balanced was being like very much like I'm kind of a hermit and just studying and learning and going deep and creating. Like that was what created balance for me. It wasn't, I was not as social. It was not as like outward. I was very much just like inward. That's just like the best way I can say it. Um, and then now it's interesting with my progress me moving to Sagittarius in the past six months, right? I started pole dancing. I'm like way more outward. I've, I have been way more kind of engaged in the outer, in the outer world, I guess, a little bit less inward, still pretty inward, right? Still, of course, that's creates balance for me, but now balance can look like being more social and being more out. That can, that is part of my balance, right? So also just honoring wherever you are, whether you're in more of like an inward stage, an outward stage, like 
finding balance within the sta stage that you're in, right? It's not just like this objective balance. It's like balance within whatever you're focused on. Also, like for example, before my progressed moon was in um, Scorpio, it was in Libra. And it's, it's focused on partnerships and relationships and that was very much where my energy was. So it's like, it just kind of honoring and understanding your, your progress moon, I think, can just give you so much insight. So that's why I really wanted to go over that. The next thing I wanted to talk about is hormonal balance. <laughs> it's just kind of, it's not random, but it's like I've been really diving super deep into this. And it's now something I really bring into my one-to-one -one work, which, side note, I started offering one-to-one. -one, so working private, privately with me again. I haven't offered it in a while because most of my clients who I've had from like two years ago have been with me for all, these, all this time I didn't have the availability and my focus was more on creating courses. So now I've opened up private sessions to work with me. You can work with me for an hour. You can buy a package of three hour sessions and we go into everything. I you can, I'll link it down below. I can read the description, but essentially if you're familiar with me and my work, we go over everything. We do mind, body, soul, right? So we do all the mental, the subconscious, the limiting belief work, of course. We do like the soul energetic work, like all the deep quantum field chakra, like all all like that stuff. Your your auric field, like the emotional body, right? All of that. And then of course we go into body right which is more health and wellness and nutrition and movement like your physical vessel we're going to go into all of that and so um hormonal balance something that i've been like super into and now you're going to continue integrating into my one-to-one -one work because it is crazy i would say that over 70 percent if not higher of women probably men's too i would say men's maybe less i mean i don't know honestly I'm, I'm not really like focused in men's hormonal work <laughs> personally and i'm sure there are so many amazing um you know functional integrative practitioners who are i'm more focused on obviously women's uh women's hormonal balance and well-being and i would say over 70 percent if not more women's hormones are disrupted and this is a very obvious if you understand why it's all it's why the reason why is because there's so many disturbances i mean the first disturbance let's talk about the biggest thing is birth control i'm not going to go deep into it but birth control very much messes with your hormones and at this point there is so much data thank gosh that shows how harmful they are i'm not it's not my job to sway anyone in any decision i know some people sugarcoat it are like you know whatever works for you but i mean i'm just i would if people ask about time, I would advise very, very, very much against it. You're, I mean, it's it's throwing your entire. It's just, I, I don't want to swear, but it's fucking with your body essentially, and it's really dysregulating everything inside, and then that leads to so many things, and can later lead to, you know, a lot of issues. Pregnancy can lead to infertility, can lead to a lot of stuff, and the issue is that people don't see the issue until there is an issue right it's like it's fine until it's not and so for me like the first thing is adding birth control um it's very and getting off of it is very, very difficult for a lot of people a lot of my clients a lot of my friends have gotten off of it it's like you definitely need to work with someone to supplement um various things to help that be process be easier and there's a lot of different things and if you work with me you know we can discuss a lot of different things to help supplement that also there probably are people who focus solely on on that on like that transition from birth control but there's obviously just some surface level things i can share with you is like taking and again this is just very surface level things like taking maca um you know doing various herbal tinctures you know like i would even do like just anything to, to just detox right i would even do like yoni steams and things like that I would, you know, just try to, I would try to eat anti-inflammatory. I mean, there's a lot of things I do. I try to eat anti-inflammatory. I try to do various cleanses, but very much research in deep research and understanding. I get a hormone test, first of all, to see where they are. So, okay, so let's kind of start. I'm going, I'm kind of like going a little bit in, this, in a little bit out of order. So essentially that's just the biggest dysregulator, okay? So, so in my... And the thing is, in our society, it's, I don't want to go into like this whole thing about this because this isn't the focus, but in our society, it's so pushed on women. Obviously, big pharma makes money. It's easy. Oh, you're 15. Your skin's broken out. Here's birth control. Like, why? why like, how is that? Like, genuinely, how is that even a, a thought in someone's mind? Like, 
oh, this person's skin is breaking out, which could be due to so many different things. Yes, it could be hormonal, but that can ba literally be balanced with supplements and herbs and a diet, actually. Like, let's like let's remove even supplements because, again, it's, it's in the word. It's a supplement. That can literally be fixed with diet. But usually children, a lot of children, especially in the States, are not eating a whole foods, balanced, nutritious, nutrient-dense nutrient diet, right? And are, are, are very much not getting all the macro and micro especially micronutrients that they need so it's just crazy that doctors are taught oh just to give i mean this is a whole other thing right in my opinion western medicine right okay it's necessary for emergencies and there is a time and place like one thousand percent one thousand percent but in overall it's very much go fake trying to look at the symptoms and just remove the symptoms. So it's like, oh, you have an issue that's causing this. Let's just try to remove the symptom. And then, oh, you remove that symptom. It caused, it's like your arm hurts. So let's give you this thing to stop your arm hurting. Oh, but then it makes your leg hurt. Okay, so then take this other pill. It's going to stop your leg hurting. Oh, so because you're taking the pill for your arm and your leg hurts, but now you're taking the pill to stop your leg hurting. Now your stomach's hurting because here's a pill for your like It's like, it does not, in my opinion, get down to the root cause. And there's a lot of, you know, let's look at the financial reasons, the very clear reasons as to why it benefits lots of companies, especially the pharmaceutical companies, when people are sick, right? Um, and doctors, most doctors are not even, unless I would say except for like functional and integrative, most traditional Western doctors themselves are not healthy. <laughs> like, so that's just, and, and there, there's a lot of reason because the education lacks I know a lot of people who have been to medical school and doesn't even, it's, they spend the tiniest amount on, on nutrition and even that nutrition curriculum is so limited when literally what you're eating is genuinely going to be the one of the, what, how, your, your nutrition, then your, you know, then movement and sleep after are going to be the biggest influences on your well-being. Um, and I think it's like now up to 80% of diseases are lifestyle related, which means again, food, sleep, workout or lack thereof that's where the issues are being caused and so it's it's, a, it's it's crazy to me right how we're just kind of like and people are there's more misdiagnosis than correct diagnosis and people know that that's a fact there's more doctors incorrectly diagnosing and just trying things than correct diagnosis it's like okay in 15 minutes you go into a session and that person's not even asking you what's your life like what are you eating the fact they're just asking you basic ask questions and then giving you a pill is crazy to me like th those should be the first questions that are asked what is your diet like what is your lifestyle like what are you eating what kind of water are you drinking are you drinking tap water what kinds of foods are you eating are you eating genetically modified foods are you eating foods that are sprayed with pesticides are you around a lot of toxins like um, community what's your friendship like what's your you know like is there so many factors that go into our well-being and the fact that those aren't addressed again is a whole other conversation and again I don't think I would say it's not anyone's fault because I think that we can definitely like trace back responsibility but now I think that functional medicine and integrative medicine is so big right it's, in my opinion it's pretty huge at this point at least I guess in bigger cities you see it more right probably if you went to the middle of like hey Koki my cat's on me. If you went to the middle of like, so, you know, somewhere in the middle of the country into a smaller town, you might not, it might not be as prevalent, but essentially it's, it, it, the reason I was explaining all that is that it's crazy how, you know, young kids are getting prescribed these things that are altering their hormones and could literally have effects for life because of something that could be genuinely fixed with nutrition. So, you know, that's just like a whole, whole thing on its own. And so a lot of things disrupt hormones, right? So we talked about birth control, toxins, right? So toxins and are in so many things. Toxins, for example, and obvious things like cleaning products, right? You might not think about it, but if every single day or every week you're cleaning with these cleaning products and there's toxins in them, over time it is going to affect your health, right? It's like, it's not these huge things, it's the daily things. It's like, it's not like one thing is going to lead to you feeling to disease instantly, you know? knock on wood okay we knocked on wood um but it's like your consistent daily lifestyle choices right food water sleep movement nourishment or lack thereof and so toxins again and like i said in cleaning products and clothes there's a really cool study that they did where they ordered from like um like 
cheapy China kind of brands like Zaful, Shein, all that kind of stuff. And they literally found toxins and there's obviously different amounts of toxins. They found PFAS, which are essentially toxins that stay in your body pretty much, I believe, for life. It, it's very wild, right? So these things extreme, very much just regulate your hormones. Imagine you're wearing that on your skin. Someone might not think it's a big deal. They're wearing this like shirt that's made of like microplastics, um, but the, it has toxins in it from wherever the factory was or wherever it was made or in the fabric because they use such cheap fabric and you're wearing it on your skin and your skin is your largest organ and it's absorbing those toxins. So, and then imagine how all this compounds as well, right? So it's like, okay, it's a cleaning product, has toxins. And then the person's wearing the clothes are the toxins and then they're not they're eating an inflammatory diet and then they're drinking and then they're not moving they're not getting enough sunshine or community and they're sharing a blue light all day like that over years is a recipe to have issues like it's not no shock when you look at it from a zoomed up perspective i know that for people when you're in the cup it's very hard to see i thousand percent understand so we can see right over time those things those those kind of issues begin to come together. But the thing is, if we can begin to piece apart all those things that influence our well-being in a negative way, we can remove and shift those, then we can heal ourselves just through making daily changes and shifts, right? Like for example, just starting to get clean cleaning products being mindful of the clothing you're wearing, ideally wearing natural fabrics. Like, yes, it may be easy, you you it may be like most people might would rather be like, oh, I'd rather have five pieces of this clothing for x amount of money but it's made out of bad fabrics it's going to be toxic versus maybe one or two of them made really nice fabric but not always even like it's not always i mean obviously it's going to be it's like guiding something that's made for, for like out of microplastics for three dollars in china you're gonna it's going to be more to get like an organic cotton piece or an organic or linen or whatever it may be or hemp you know but like in the long run for your well-being those are just like changes that you can make little by little that are going to shift right like your cleaning products well of course what you're eating this is like a whole other podcast right i just it's hard not to mention these things because it's all intertwined right like we can't look at health just from like one angle like it's literally an ecosystem like your friendships your relationships influence your health right like it's like it's like you could have the perfect diet like literally the perfect diet and have the perfect workout schedule, the perfect sleep, but if your relationships are really unhealthy and detrimental, that's going to affect your well-being as well. So it's just like, it, it, there's so many factors, so I can't like just isolate one essentially, right? I can't just like pull one apart and say that that's the only thing, so that's why I'm kind of talking about, about multiple things, but all of these things are just, are going to lead to hormone dysregulation, right? So we already talked about like toxins, right? In clothing, in food, in the air, wherever else it may be. And then of course, food, right? This is like the biggest thing. We need specific nutrients to help balance our hormones. Um, I'm just starting right now to start doing seed cycling. So I'll give you an update. It's literally like the first day and I haven't, my, my other seeds still haven't arrived. So, um, <laughs> so like I'll keep you posted, but just See, there's a whole theory to that and I'll talk about that in another episode as soon as I do it for longer but essentially take different seeds during different parts of your cycles and it's supposed to help with hormonal balance again also an endocrine cell's life is 90 days right so sometimes to see results from the things that we're doing to help our hormones for example like herbal infusions or herbal teas which I have some recipes on my Instagram of an herbal infusion I make which is a womb healing herbal infusion and then a hormone balancing tea you can make at home and you can buy these herbs in bulk online and it's really really great way if you especially if you love tea as well to help balance your hormones and the infusion is one you make overnight the tea is obviously you make it like a tea so check those out on my instagram i have the recipes um but you know of course diet right we need specific nutrients that's also why there's i know there's a book from year i read it years ago called woman code woman like a singular woman woman code um, and it goes like into even like how every week of your cycle you technically should be eating differently, right? To get the different nutrients. And I know that's a little bit maybe, I don't know if it's next level, but to, I know some people that might be like overwhelming and I can see that. But essentially just getting, you know, the nutrient, general nutrients you need is super, super important for your hormonal balance, right? If you're eating chicken nuggets all day, like you're not supporting your hormonal well-being. Like, would you get what I'm saying? It's like, you know, having that healthy protein, health, having that complex carb, having really high quality veggies, cruciferous veggies, different kinds of veggies, right? Having variety in your diet, 
having of course seeds cooking with not cooking with seed oils you know cooking with like avocado oil and like cold pressed high quality avocado oil like the worst one of the worst things you can do is cook with seed oils like it's literally poison obviously when you're at restaurants you can't control it and i know that i don't even i'm at a restaurants even super nice restaurants like i know they're cooking with like canola oil except for certain ones there is one near me or two i guess that cook with I believe avocado and coconut oil, but not everyone likes the taste of coconut oil. And sometimes I also don't want everything cooked in coconut oil, but, um, you know, just beginning to consider those things like for as a basis, when you look for your food, just look, think of it this way. Like, okay, do I have a healthy protein, a veggie, or maybe even a few different veggies and think of variety. Like if you had broccoli one day, maybe you can have pepper the next day. Next day, maybe you can try kale. Maybe you could try chard the next day. Maybe you can try broccolini maybe next you could try like cauliflower tomato eggplant onion radish like get asparagus cucumber like get frisky with it obviously of course things like fermented foods really really help because these are really great for your gut microbiome pre and probiotics right mm. Um, so fermented foods like sauerkraut, kimchi, things like that, even pickled veggies, those are really great. Also make sure you eat those at the beginning of your meal. So let's say you have your little meal, like I can give you an example. So, uh, my husband made himself I think, like a late breakfast or a lunch and he made himself something very simple. And I, this is what I make sometimes for myself too, on Ezekiel bread, which is a sprouted grain. So it's not the normal kind of gluten for me. I don't try to limit gluten. I'm not going to be like a nut about it. Like if I'm out and something has gluten, I'll have it. Even though I know it's, there are some people, some wellness people who are like, would kill me for saying that because it is really not good for you. Especially it's not the gluten itself. It's the gluten that's in the States is so modified that it's so bad for your body. Like it literally, I know it attacks specific cells. It creates like congestion in the body. It like, I mean, it, it, I don't have the scientific data for you, but it's not no bueno, okay? Gluten in the States, especially. That's like important distinction to make. But Ezekiel bread is sprouted grain, so it's, pro, it's very different than other glutens and the way that your body digests it. So, you know, making like, for example, Ezekiel bread, um, some avocado on their healthy fat, and then having a, ideally it would be amazing to have like, uh, if you if you like cook batch cook on Sunday like sweet potatoes or Japanese sweet potatoes or yams that would be really good on the side and then a protein so maybe you know he's then maybe I'll make a little tempeh right that's fermented as well so let's say I had let's say that let's say I just had ideally I'd have the potatoes but I know sometimes like honestly I'm not gonna lie sometimes I don't have the potato either if I didn't cook it um, didn't batch cook it in time and I know it's so annoying to pay for like a potato when you're out because it's so easy to cook you know for example like when we go to air with my husband i always get a combo plate which it's like our, at a grocery store and you can get a, comp a plate of different things and i always want to get like the japanese sweet potatoes if you're if you know what i'm talking about it's, they're amazing and he's always like playing it, like you're paying this much for a potato or half a potato like i know but sometimes they're really difficult to cook but let's say you had that you had the ideal play you had the avocado toast with the potato with the tempeh which is already fermented but you want to take it to the next level you could also add some fermented carrots so right there you have such a balanced nourishing meal it's going to keep you full and satiated i also talked about this i believe in the last episode or i talked about an instagram post but also i can i'm going to make a whole podcast about this about blood glucose um, can blood glucose monitoring or continuous blood glucose monitors or just just in general about your blood sugar the best way to eat your foods in the order which I know it can be boring because people don't like to eat it like this but would be veggie protein fat starch sugar so um because it, it coats your stomach right so for example first you have the veggies it creates the fiber it creates a coating on your stomach then you have the protein you're satiated um, then you have the healthy fat which like is kind of like the conclusion and then if you are going to have starch which obviously it's not like ideal you could have that and then by the time you have sugar your stomach's already coated um so if you're going to eat that like avocado toast meal for example you would have like the first the fermented foods which just makes sense it's also veggies but fermented stuff in the beginning so you'd have the carrots then you'd have the tempeh then you have i guess that I would just have the avocado and the toast already together and then after have the potato that's going to that's going to allow your glucose to have the least spike as possible, right? And when people are eating 
the unbalanced diets and things that are consistently spiking their glucose levels, especially like if you're eating sweets on a flat, st on an empty stomach and things like that, it's gonna, it can cause insulin resistance, which leads to so many health issues. You ideally do not want to be spiking your glucose. You want it to be like a beautiful little wave, just riding and vibing. And, you know, one thing you can do is eating balanced meals and then two, eating them in the order. It's going to make a huge difference. And then if you can, not always, I don't even always do this, but 10 minutes of movement after you eat. I'm not going to lie. I, I, in the morning, I will do this always because I will work out after I eat, which some people I know I've talked with in the last episode. People think that's weird or like that, that, that thought of that makes them ill. Like I don't feel sick at all. I think it actually helps my digestion. So today I had, for example, a bowl of oatmeal with chia seeds. I usually put hemp hearts, but we're out of them. So I need to get some, we need to get some of those. Um, and then cashew butter and then these like pears there's unique pears i've never seen okay with some honey i'm not gonna lie no honey you know a little bit of honey i, I sometimes i'm a little over generous with it too i'm not gonna lie to you but i had that and then i did pilates after so that helped my body digest it and also helped your it helps your, your, your when your muscles are moving it helps them absorb the glucose better right but again sometimes i eat um in the evening and I or like in the midday that's when it's hard for me like in the evening my husband and I can go for a walk after but midday it's it's hard sometimes for me to do 10 minutes of movement because like I could just go for a walk and I know it's not difficult or like just move my body but that's just another thing that you can do so those are just like I know we went a little bit of a hell tangent but just side notes and <laughs> we've had kind of this big because this is so layered like I could not like just right now having one conversation about this we're just scratching the surface right i probably make like 80 podcast episodes and we still would be like literally one percent maybe like up to eight percent into dissecting what's really influencing our hormones because it's a, like i said a complex system like like i even demonstrated earlier by the example of you could have the perfect diet perfect exercise sleep but then if you have really bad relationships or unhealthy to toxic relationships around you and that's causing you stress all the time then that can really wear on your body, right? It doesn't matter if you're eating the perfect organic, non-GMO, balanced, chef-made meal, if you're having stress. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's so, it is super nuanced. And so there's not like a one-size-fits-all. And that's why I like, I never want to like say things in blanket terms because it can, it's, I really can see how that's dangerous, right? But essentially we just spoke about toxins, right? Things that, so removing toxins, like it, it can be very slow. It doesn't need to be instant. It can be gradual like our cleaning products, then um, then in our clothes, you know, just being more mindful of like, for example, polyester, right, essentially is plastic. So I know not sometimes we can't avoid it. Sometimes they put a little bit in, for example, sometimes it's in our stuff we already own and we don't need to throw it away necessarily, right, because that's not sustainable either. But becoming mindful of it. It's all, it's like, it doesn't need to be this like, I, think, I know some people get really gung-ho and I can, honestly, I'm guilty of this too sometimes, I'm not going to lie. Um, but just, just being mindful of it. So if you're buying a shirt and you're like somewhere and you see that, oh, this is like 90% polyester, like, oh, I know it's a plastic. I probably don't want to wear that on my skin. So then you just like, and then maybe the next time you see something that's, um, one that's like cotton or like 90% cotton, you're like, wow, this would be much better. So just like mindfully shifting things. It doesn't need to be this like overhaul. I mean, it can be if you're feeling it right, but it doesn't, I feel like I know that when you gain a lot of new information, it can get overwhelming. I know when I'm learning about all these new different things, I'm like, I have to change this, I have to change this, and I want to change this, and I can't, like, I know, like, I know that it can be overwhelming to hear all this new info, but it's just about being mindful moving forward. Like, that's such a nice, nice little motto, mindful moving forward, MMF, you know, just whatever you move forward, now when you go to the grocery store, now when you go do that thing, you're just mindful of it, right? It doesn't, that's, that's all, that's all that it is. And if you're pre-menopause, right, so if you're usually obviously younger, the issue, the issue is usually estrogen dominance is the most common thing people see, which means, can mean, it can mean different things, like, it can mean that your estrogen is not flushing fully or as well as it could, which is something you can do to help that. I mean, I need to do this and I actually got some and take my own advice is eat two full sticks of carrot a day. Carrots help flush estrogen. You might know that's kind of like more, more of a common fact, but again, if you're gonna eat that with your food, eat that as the first thing because it's gonna coat your stomach in fiber. Um, and another thing is like lowered, not enough progesterone, which 
I right now I'm taking a supplement to boost my progesterone because my acupuncturist unless you do like an exact super like you can do a hormone test but if you kind of you can kind of pretty much guess what's going on usually by the symptoms like yes a hormone test can give you more data but is it, it's not I don't think it's always worth the investment there's obviously like at home hormone tests and then there's like the golden standard of hormone testing which is a Dutch test um, which is definitely a bigger investment but if you can kind of you can kind of figure out some symptoms usually especially of depending on age and what's going on in my opinion um and try that way also if you track your cycle again i'm i i use an app this isn't sponsored like it, i i should be i think I, I the amount of people i've had signed up to this but it's called natural cycles you track your cycle on it it's the only fda approved contraceptive it's like 99 point something percent accurate i believe don't call me that but very it's it's effective it's or like it's claimed to be quite effective and it's just you measure your body temperature every day so if you do this over a few months then you can look at your basal body graph and that can also show you how your hormones are because the first part of your cycle your estrogen is higher and so that's higher temperature and then you see that shift around ovulation and then your temperature is lower and you want to have a pretty good variation uh, and so for me she was saying my acupuncture saying that she wants to try to boost my progesterone and see how that does the variation for example and I also am like having carrots as well um, but so we see estrogen dominance and so what we can do to help we don't it's not bad we want to have a good variation between progesterone and estrogen and so what we do is we a help usually flush that estrogen so the carrots and then b we want to raise that progesterone i want to take my i am taking a tincture but i don't want to re recommend it until i have taken it and like i see some results personally um but i do a lot of herbal stuff that i think is really really helpful like i do like i said herbal infusions and herbal teas pretty much daily to the teas at least i need to do infusions more um but you can see those on my instagram and i recommend tons of herbs on there like I, I, I just go to them it's literally in the caption you can save it you can screenshot it different herbs that i recommend are all on there like you know like nettle leaf raspberry leaf i'm not gonna like more of think more things like that definitely look over there um and then so that's one that's kind of like the main thing right that that's usually what's that something's happening with the variation the variation is really low or there's that dominance so those are just some things you can do you can think about trying to help your body clear the estrogen and then helping your body boost progesterone and you can even like look up different herbs to help or foods that boost progesterone i'm sure you could do more research into that and then for people who are post-menopause or like after around that time that's when your estrogen drops so you actually that's when it's like more complex and that's when i think personally this is just my intuitive feeling that a hormone test will be more beneficial because you can see what's going on as well as it'd be really good to measure your temperature then but i think that's when it gets a little bit more complicated obviously I'm not, you know, at that age, so it's really hard for me to, like, want to share off, like, any kind of, like, lived experience, right? But that's where estrogen drops. I believe progesterone can also drop. That's why it's very different of how it, I feel like, ever affects everyone, but estrogen 100% drops, and that's what causes people to feel really off or moody or sad because it's, like, estrogen is really good for a woman, right? It makes us feel, like, alive and inspired. That's why during your follicular phase, you're feeling so sexy. It's, like, you feel full of life and bountiful and radiant and it's like what makes your skin tight and beautiful and it affects that and it's funny because nature is so intelligent right when we're young we have this this like these hormones that help us be more radiant and attractive so then we find a mate have kids and have a partner and then later right when we're in our 50s nature's like all right girl you're good <laughs> you don't need, you don't need to look at that radiant no more <laughs> we're taking estrogen and there are things to do when you're older um, like different ways to supplement those hormones. There's more and less invasive ways to, to, you know, supplement those hormones that you don't experience like that kind of shriveling up energy, you could say. But then that's when I would, that's when I would think a hormone test, in my opinion, would be more beneficial. That's what I would recommend to a client if I was working with, because then you could see exactly where your levels are. Um, and kind of what to focus on. But one thing for sure after menopause is you're wanting to help stimulate estrogen 1000% both in general I would say actually both I would be because I know that both I assume about both would be dropping so but definitely estrogen 100% and even progesterone too so just a little bit of like a hormonal discussion and hormones influence our mood right it influences our fertility of course our skin like I mean hormones are to a woman what like sunlight is to humans like I don't know it's like it's so important right 
to have them balanced and in our modern world there are so many things that disrupt that even like blue light which i should have my i got orange glasses i can link them on instagram i'm gonna make a reel about it to help block blue light it's like what gamers wear and they're even stronger than just like there's a, i used to have like clear blue light blocking glasses of course and you know i feel like who's into like health fat at one point and got those or maybe you've, at least you've heard of them right um but i got these orange ones i got a pair from my husband and me and and I and they're much stronger like they're meant for people who are on the computer all day and I'm literally on my computer or, or phone usually for quite a long time and I don't even have them on right now you guys but so those are just something that, that also you know disrupts hormones like it's just trying to it, there's so many factors right in our world so by by mitigating by like by doing the things that we can to assist in removing that toxicity is beneficial right like yes we can't control everything but we can control right what we're eating we can control how long we're like uh, maybe if like we have to look at a computer for a long time we can get those blue light glasses right they're usually not that expensive like a pack of two is 40 bucks which if that's gonna it's gonna usually helps you improve your circadian rhythm because your eyes aren't getting strained it can help you you know sleep better your body be on time like that's definitely in my opinion right and a, a worthy and a worthwhile um, investment to make and you know again like I talked about the food the sleep the movement like the things that we can control I feel like are really beneficial to control and not I don't even like the word control I feel like has an intense connotation right already with it but you get what I'm saying to to care about those areas of our lives because these are the things that are really influential to us and there's so much more right like I am just genuinely there's so much more to talk about hormones right it's like there's endless and endless I'm sure conversations and and studies and techniques and methods of of balancing and assisting and clear like of, of basically working at your karma these are some basic things to understand just if you're kind of getting started just being mindful like I said of the toxins in your life of your diet and just trying to eat a more nutrient-dense diet that's really going to help your body maybe consider looking into seeds like again i just am starting so i can't really speak to it too too much um i do i will make like a reel about it for those who are interested i know how it, how to do it and etc but you can look into that um if you are on the older side or if you're curious and you feel like it'd be really beneficial to you probably before like before or after pregnancy i think it would be good to have a hormone test again if you feel like there's something there's really a lot of missing information that that can be helpful but if you feel like your symptoms are very kind of just general like maybe skin and some moodiness before your period and things like that then then you can i would just go ahead and begin trying to i would just start taking herbs to help boost that progesterone and having carrots to clear out the estrogen and just kind of starting lightly and seeing how the body um, response. I know this is like an intense conversation and we kind of went into so, so, so much, but I just, this has literally just been on the forefront of all my work recently. And it's just, it's something that's so evident, I think, in that it's like it, these changes make such radical shifts in people's lives, right? Like it sounds not too complex, but if someone begins being more conscious of e eating those nutrient dense foods and of eating, you know, having that balanced plate and of you know, moving their body and of uh, getting rid of the toxins in their home and getting rid of the toxic clothes, you know, maybe not wearing the clothes that have toxins in them. Like these, it, it, they all sound like these kind of small changes, but the, the impact that they have are so profound. So it's like, I find this so important to speak about because there's so much value in it right like yes of course the value is in the application right now we're just talking about it and it's more ed educational but the application of this is so 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 powerful and I just think leads to so many shifts like the simple conversation I feel like we covered so much ground for so many different changes that you can make and just even if you make one change right the way that's going to benefit your health and well-being which influence how you feel right if you feel energized if you feel clear-minded like that influences your mental health right so it's like if we're eating foods and sugar that's stressing our body or having lots of caffeine that's creating stress in our body of course we're going to feel anxious like i had a coffee on saturday or yesterday and it was like i literally felt like i was in overdrive so i was like um no even though i literally love blue bottle if, if you have blue bottle where you live it's so delicious but it's like our, what we're putting into our bodies is affecting our nervous system, of course, right? And it's affecting our mind and our mood and our well-being. So if we are nourishing ourselves, 
through all those aspects like food, sleep, exercise, that's going to put our mind in a better place so that we enjoy life more, we feel more at ease. You know, like people don't think about how the stress that the foods call their, that food is causing their body, like what you eat can make you anxious and does, right? If you're spiking your blood sugar all the time, you're having foods that are overwhelming and creating stress in the body and inflammatory response that is stressing your body. And that's not putting you in the ideal space to be clear-minded and to feel at peace and at ease, right? So I know we covered a lot here and I know I shared a lot of my opinions. Again, I always like to say at the end of things, I think when talking about health and wellness and well-being I think it's very easy for people to feel like triggered so I just kind of want to end on the note that everything I share is just my experience my personal experience my personal beliefs my experience working in my in this field and what I've seen to be true like as always trust yourself first right if something I said resonated with you amazing do it if you're like oh my gosh girl I need to start tracking for example then do that right if things I said didn't resonate with you or you're wanting to look further into it then do that too like I think that the best that we can all do as individuals is share our experience and our truths and our beliefs and our observations because and then people have that free will choice to take it or leave it. So I'm just sharing what I found to be very healing and beneficial. And I want you to feel the best and to set yourself up for the most success, right? To set your body up to feel the most at ease, to set your body up to feel the most clear and energized and generally healthy and full of light, right? And so those are just some of the biggest things. And I'd love to continue this conversation further. Like we can literally have a whole conversation just on like one aspect of these right um another really good episode if you really enjoyed today then you haven't listened to this one it would be one i did like one podcast ago and it's called five habits that you need to start doing today that's a really great episode as well with some really powerful kind of fundamental changes that you can make that can be so simple that will really really transform your days your weeks your life right your kind of your outlook on the world and things like that so Thank you for tuning in today. I know we had kind of an episode of a lot of different things that we covered, but these are just kind of things that have been on my mind. Um, and this is just a, a, a tiny bit of the stuff that, you know, that when I work with clients that we touch into, like I said, the mind, body, soul approach is that 360 approach. And it's, it's not just one thing. So when I work with a client, I'm not just going to look at their diet. I'm not just going to look at their religion. Like we look at everything. It's like this, such a, it's this important system and it's really integral system in our lives. And essentially my goal is to bring every person just back to feeling harmony in their mind, their body, their soul, and their body will heal. I don't need to tell someone what to do. I don't need to tell someone what they're doing necessarily wrong, right? My goal is just to show what could help bring the body into balance in all those aspects in mind, body, and soul. And the, and your, you will heal. The mind will heal itself. The body will begin to repair itself. The soul will begin to feel more whole and nourished. So I just want you to know that my approach is just bringing you back to homeostasis, bringing you back to wholeness, just bringing yourself into alignment so that all those aspects of yourself can kind of correct themselves, right? Um, and that's just kind of, I just really take that full approach in my work and not just kind of hyper fixate on one thing and be like, this is the only thing. It's like, it's so layered and it's so nuanced and I, I'm very aware of that. Uh, and so I really, and every single person is so different. Everyone's life and lifestyle energy is so different. That's why whenever also I work with someone one to one, I have their chart pulled up. I look at their chart. I understand the individual. I read the individual's energy. I understand, ask them what's going on in their lives. I can energetically feel what's going to be maybe perhaps coming coming in the future we reflect on the lessons that are coming then we look at all the daily details then we help build systems then we look at the limiting beliefs right it's like such a tailored approach to every individual and so if you're wanting to dive deeper like I said I have one-to-one -one spots open um you can book an hour or package of three a lot of people book a package of three because as you can imagine like here we just had conversations for an hour and there's so much more to talk about right I've had a podcast for years and I don't even I feel like there is like millions millions of hours and more things to discuss, you know, so um, that's always an offer and I love working with people intimately. It's something that I find so, so, so beautiful and really, really powerful. So I'll have that link down below. Um, after you check out, you'll receive an email from my team or myself within 24 hours usually to begin booking your sessions and we send out some various 
um, days and times based on my availability and we try to get started right away because I know that when you feel the call you want to get started right away I'm the same way if I'm inspired by something I want to start it immediately so we try to get your process and your session started as soon as possible so hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you found a gem in it again Everything I'm just sharing is genuinely coming from a place of just wanting to share knowledge that has changed my life. And I understand that that's not always for everyone and not everyone's ready to hear certain things and certain things aren't for everyone. And I really want you to know that I respect and value and honor that. But I hope something came out of this that really sparked something for you that you're looking forward to implementing or shifting and changing. If you're still listening to the podcast right now, please screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I love to see when you're listening to it. And I don't just say that like, as a commercial plugin, like I genuinely love to see it. Sometimes I see, like I log on and I'll be like, Blink mentioned in your story, Blink mentioned you in your store in their story, but then like it's ugh, the story went away by the time I it like it shows up in my our DMs and I'm like, oh, I wanted to see it. So tag me whether you're dry if you're driving, I guess don't mentally if you get home, if you're walking, if you're cleaning. I'd love to I'd love to hear how you're enjoying these episodes and what you're receiving out of them. That's really what makes me want to do these. Like I genuinely record them just to ch- chat and connect with you guys. <laughs> like so chat with me back (laughs) share how share how it's what you're experiencing and kind of what you're finding and send this to a friend or a few friends who you feel would really resonate maybe someone a friend that is also on the same wave as you that you're like oh my gosh I need to hear this or if someone's struggling with something that you really think this could benefit whether it's hormones or any of the things I spoke about definitely send this their way um like I also if you ever have time and you could rate this podcast or write a review that means so much to me again I just I literally just do this because I want to connect with you guys and I just straight talk and put the time effort energy into editing and doing all the work for it just to share and connect so it would really mean a lot to me if you could continue sharing this podcast so that it can continue to grow and evolve and to be a powerful place of inspiration and transformation that would mean so much to me And with that, I'm going to wrap up. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I will see you next week on Unlimited Abundance.